Hello, friends. Welcome back to Bigger Than Me. I'm your host, Allie Hare. I feel like this is a little bit cringy because of the way that I view, like, in memoriam, I guess, posts on Facebook. But that's that's a personal problem. That's a me problem, not a you problem. I'm aware of that. Do want to dedicate this episode to one of the great loves of my life, Jesse. Love you. Because today is an in memoriam kind of day. Yeah. Anyway, I don't know if anybody actually listens. Like anybody that knows Jesse or knew Jesse listens to this podcast. But if anybody does listen to this podcast that knew Jesse, how lucky were we to know him, to love him, to be in his weird little world. So God, that now I'm having like flashbacks. Flashbacks. Having flashbacks to to high school with Jesse, to to Charleston with Jesse, to everything in between with Jesse. <laughs> Jesse was the most larger than life person I've ever, ever met. And at such a young age, at such a young age, knew exactly who the fuck he was and knew exactly like who he wanted to be and didn't give a flying fuck what anybody else thought. And like, God, to to have been 20 years old and and have that much like just confidence and security in yourself to be like, I don't give a shit what any of you think. I'm going to wear heels. I'm going to dress. I'm going to spray paint my body. <laughs> spray paint my body in gold, like metallic gold. Was it gold or silver? God, no. You're like a trophy wife for Halloween one year and like straight up just spray painted his entire body. <laughs> it was metallic spray paint. I want to say it was gold, but now I think it's silver. I don't know. But God, he was just, he was, he was a beautiful man. He was a beautiful man. Oh, Jesse. Oh, okay. Anyway, so now I'm just having flashbacks to my crazy life. God, I used to be so much cooler, you guys. So much cooler. Like I, I, <laughs> I feel like like early 20s Allie, like 19, 20, 21, 22 Allie would like look at my life now and be like what the fuck are you doing <laughs> just like honestly honestly looking at me like okay so you just like sit on your couch and like you scroll on a phone like what you you go to bed at 10 o'clock what do you mean you go to bed at 10 o'clock our night doesn't start until raise your hand raise your hand you're listening to this raise your hand if you ever worked in the restaurant industry and you still haven't recovered from living like a completely opposite schedule from the rest of the world. Like literally our days were starting at like midnight, whereas like everybody else was already asleep. And so like, but obviously like don't call a server or a bartender at like nine o'clock in the morning because she's not answering. She is not answering. She is asleep because she was living her best life the night before. God, I used to be wild, you guys. I used to be wild. I'm not going to go into detail <laughs> on this podcast. I'm just kidding. I don't have another podcast. Um, that sounded weird. I'm not going into detail of how wild I was, but I was wild. I was fearless. And 
now I am scared of getting sneezed on. So, you know, life changes. Life is weird. <laughs> it is what it is, I guess. Um, I feel like I had some thoughts for today. And I'm going to get into those for sure. But this was, <laughs> I guess, a fun little trip down memory lane for me because I clearly didn't, you know, tell you guys anything. Here we go. We're going to start with this. Okay. She's a 10. And while she realizes that ranking human beings is problematic, but also recognizes that Madison Cawthorn is a negative 5 million, she was responsible for believing that she was a 10, like the whole time. You know what I mean? Like everyone is, okay? First of all, your girl loves some validation, okay? Period. She is nothing if not a needy bitch, okay? And I'm not going to lie to you and say like, I never got compliments before I started, you know, flashing some cleave on Instagram. I have a mirror. I know what my face looks like. Okay. I'm not being cocky. I'm just being realistic. And no, I'm not going to go into a rant about the countless, you know, you have such a pretty face or you'd be so beautiful if you lost weight. Bullshit. I mean, I could. I definitely could. But I don't feel like it. But the crazy thing is, like, I never believed any of that. I never believed the compliments. I've been talking... I was talking to a friend recently and I guess like the just, I don't know, randomly in, in passing compliments, it kind of was like brought to my attention of like, oh, you, you must get compliments all the time. Like, do I, I don't know. I feel like I have, I have gotten lots of compliments, but I have never believed them. And that's my problem but it's also again a societal thing of like uh, I've been told otherwise you know what I mean like I've been told otherwise so you tell me I'm beautiful you tell me I'm hot you tell me I'm gorgeous whatever and now I'm like fuck yeah I am have you seen me right but like I spent a very long time believing the magazines and the the TV shows and the whatevers that were just like, no, like, no, you are a pity fuck at best, right? Like, that's very problematic to say. But seriously, like, it just, we, we have, we've all, we've all been fed this narrative of like, you know, that you don't have the desirable body, like you don't have the American dream body, right? And so if somebody's saying that you're beautiful or, or gorgeous or sexy, there must be like, like, oh, okay, well, you you probably didn't look at the rest of me, you know, or like there, there has to be something wrong with you, like that you think that I'm sexy, right? And I hate that. Like I hate, especially now where where there is this whole like running joke of like, he's a 10, but, or she's a seven, but, you know, like, again, we probably shouldn't be ranking each other. But um, I was talking to another friend the other day. I had a little girl sleepover the other day, and it was fantastic with the girls, Rebecca and Maria. I love them so much. And they came and just, they were couch trolls with me. And that's the kind of friend that you need. That's the kind of friend that you need. But anyway, we were talking about how, like, how crazy it was that we used to just almost, almost, like, specifically only wore, like, baggy clothing. Because it was like, if I wear baggy clothing... They're going to have no idea that I'm fat. Like, I did that for so long, you guys. I literally, I spent so long, like, wearing baggy clothing and, like, not, uh, not flattering clothing, I guess. Like, just because it was just, like, if they can't see, like, 
the lumps and the bumps and the rolls and whatever, like, then again, it's like, it'll be a surprise that I'm fat. That's such garbage. That's such garbage. Like, like, it's not like, <laughs> it's not like you just like take off these clothing like, oh, right. Like, but it's also, I do feel like it's also a little bit like the fault of maybe like she's all that a movie where it's like oh we just took off her glasses and now she's beautiful like are you guys that fucking stupid <laughs> are guys literally that stupid it's just like oh yeah you can take off her clothes or take off her clothes take off her glasses well shit take off her clothes whatever and she's like a supermodel like like some Clark Clark Kent bullshit like Clark Kent you're not fooling anybody you look the same with your glasses on as you do off <laughs> This is a tangent. This is a tangent. Anyway, I have more notes. I have more notes. Anyway, maybe maybe we should stop ranking each other. But also, like, if you want people to think that you're a 10, like, if you want people to think that you were the greatest person in the world, like, you have to believe that you're the greatest person in the world. Now, I will say that I do know some people who think that they're the greatest people in the world, and they're absolute trash. But, you know, we can't. I don't know. We can't excommunicate all those people, you know? If we could, obviously, Donald Trump would be the first one to walk the plank. Anyway, so you really, I hate to be like the, I'm not trying to be like, oh, the 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 solution for all of your problems is just believing in yourself. No, that's, no. But like, I don't know, a large percentage of my problems started to feel a little bit more manageable when I wasn't like, oh my God, like if just somebody else would believe in me, if somebody else would think that I'm great or I'm special or I'm beautiful, like then maybe tell me that you're in a Neogram 4 without telling me you're in a Neogram 4, right? Because we all think that we're special and unique because nobody told us we were special and unique growing up, okay? You know what's really weird if you haven't looked into the Enneagram? What's really weird is being a 4 and an 8 like equally. Like literally, I am, I am like, 100% both a four and an eight, which feels very chaotic to me. If you've not looked into the Enneagram, there is, it's, it's a lot. It's a lot. I'm not going to lie. I still am learning a lot about it. But it is interesting to me how like personality traits develop over time and especially in your more like adult years. Because I think, I think the Enneagram you're not supposed to take until you're like, I don't know, in your 20s, maybe 25. I have no idea. I heard that somewhere from somebody who probably read it on the back of a cereal box. I have no idea. I don't know the validity of the Enneagram. Just like I honestly, like, it, does the month you're born really have anything to do with your personality traits? I say that. And then I also know that I'm 100% a Scorpio. That's because every meme I see about Scorpios applies to me. And yeah, go look up those memes because some of them are saucy. Anyway, so I'm just tangent after tangent after tangent here. But again, I'm not saying that like all your problems are going to be solved once you start believing in yourself. But I started to realize that like I, nobody was coming to save me. You know what I mean? Nobody's coming to save you. Nobody's coming to save me. I, I stopped waiting for like a knight in shining armor and I just fucking hopped up on that horse myself, right? We ride at dawn. And I started to to do the work myself. Now, I'm not saying that like healing and all that kind of, you know, cool mumbo jumbo is, is a solo job. I'm definitely not saying that. Like, absolutely. I believe that healing takes a village. I believe healing takes a community. I believe that healing 
starts with having the right people around you, the right people in your life. But I also know that like you can't, you cannot expect a, a, (laughs) trust me again, I've done the research, a pair of shoes, a new purse, a, a beautiful wedding, a beautiful house, whatever, to just solve all the world's problems for you. And I also, I, again, I also recognize coming from a place of privilege that like my, you know, my expectations for being saved were kind of skewed. But <laughs> like, but I mean, also, I mean, raise your hand if you grew up in the Disney area era of, of every single Disney movie was just a princess that as soon as she found a man who wanted to wife her up for the rest of her life, like all of her problems were solved. How fucking like problematic it was <laughs> to find out that once you get married, happily ever after doesn't just like magically start, right? You still got to put in the work, people. And like, yeah, it's not like all the world's problems are solved once you once once you find a man to marry you, you know? And I think that, you know what, Disney, fuck you. Like Disney really did me a disservice there. Where is this going? I have no idea. You guys, okay, so <laughs> I am giddy today. I got my hair cut this morning, which is also just like, why is that like the most exciting thing? Like getting getting your hair, getting somebody else to do your hair. It's not so much about the haircut as it is like the style, like the blow drying, like the washing your hair, the blow drying your hair, the brushing your hair, pretty much just play with my hair. Like if I could just, well, I have, I have gone to just like a blowout bar. Like I love going to dry bar where they literally just, you just go there to get a wash and a blowout which is a uh, chef's kiss. Absolutely love it. But yeah, I would also pay to literally just go and like have somebody play with my hair because that, well, I'm going to start that service. So trademarking that, you're all welcome. I almost died. Let me explain. On July 2nd, 2021, so a year ago, I almost died. What should have been a simple kidney stone removal turned into 72 brutal, brutal hours. I will spare you the gory details, but basically bacteria plus blood equals sepsis. Cool. But you know what the cool thing about almost dying is? Like you realize that you really haven't been living. I I started taking chances. I started saying yes to things I would normally have definitely said no to. But I think the most, the craziest thing was that it took me literally almost dying to start caring for the most important person in my life, which is me. Right. And that's not selfish to say. So fuck you if you thought it was. <laughs> but I I started to care about me. I I I mean it wasn't an easy road and I'd be lying if I said I if I still don't continue making <laughs> I still don't continue making mistakes. And I have made some pretty big mistakes over the last year, but I started to speak kindly to myself. I started to forgive myself for the things I convinced myself I needed to be ashamed of. I started to look at myself, like really look at myself and see that I had a superpower all along. And that's that I am the only me in existence. And so are you. So are you. So that's why I say, Yes, you know, having having the right people in your life, having the right support system, 
have, there, there are a lot of factors to, to, to healing, right? But it, it has to start with you. You have to believe that you're worthy, right? You have to believe that you're worthy of, of being saved. You have, to, you have to believe that you're worthy of saving yourself, number one. You have to believe that you're, you're worthy of, of being healed, of letting go, right? Like, I have been, I say that, like, these last three years were really the darkest period of my life, but, like, I, they, I, they have been. They have been. I mean, three years, three years ago, I, my, my whole world got just completely thrown upside down, basically. Actually, now it's almost, Jesus, it's almost four years ago. Yeah, 2018. Long story short, again, I don't, not going into all the gritty details, but like I, 2018 was the last time I saw my dad. He's, I think he's in somewhere in North Carolina. I don't know. But the last time I, I saw my dad and I have, I had, I just held on to this shit. I held on to this shit for, for almost four years of, of just like, I needed to hold on to all the pain that he caused, but also all the pain of losing him because that was all I had left of him. And I say that, I, I say that gently, understanding that there are people that, you know, they can't call their dads, right? I can't. I'm not going to, but I can't. But I held on so hard to the pain that it was, it was a crutch for me. It was a crutch for me. Like I, I'm like this because my family blew up. I'm like this because like, I can't get off the couch because I miss my dad. I can't, I can't go to this thing because I, I, I haven't experienced this since he hasn't been in my life. Like I held on to all this stuff that I, I just realized one day, like I, very recently, I've just, I, I can put it down. I can put it down and say, you know, I carried that, I carried that as long as I needed to, maybe a little bit longer. I carried it as long as I needed to, but it's okay to put the heavy shit down. And I think, I think that's not always like, that's not always, I don't know, talked about, I feel like. It's like the heavy shit happens and it's just supposed to be like, it's part of your identity. It's who you are, right? Like, or at least that's how it was in my mind. Like that's, it was just, my life was just always going to be heavy shit. But like, I had to, I had to put it down. I had to put it down and realize that like, I am not the heavy shit that has happened to me. I am not the heavy shit that I have been through or, or have experience or whatever like I don't have to be attached to any of it I fucking put it down and I started to try and just figure out who I was without the drama right because that's what it was for me I'm not saying that's who it, how it is for everybody else but that's how it was for me right the heavy shit was the drama it was the drama so every time that that he would he would somehow get through the the blocked I mean like I haven't blocked on a lot of different things right 
But like any time that he would somehow breach the surface, that is a terrible thing to say. It would be because like, you know, something terrible. Oh, I'm dying. Something terrible was happening. He was never dying. I mean, whatever. But just like just creating more drama. And I was so tied to that drama. And I've been tied to drama for so long. Like it was just how we operated. And I realized like you, it's on me. It's on me. It's on you to, to let, to put the heavy shit down. To put the heavy shit down. Yeah. This, <laughs> there were a lot of tangents, a lot of tangents along the way here. And I don't know that I actually wrapped up any really coherent thoughts. But let me look, <laughs> let me look here and see, see what else I've got in the old, the old notes here. I really just have like, I'm constantly writing down stuff that I think I'm going to talk about on the podcast that I don't. I wind up not talking about on the podcast for whatever reason, for whatever reason. It's because I, I wrote down the note two months ago and now I'm like, oh, fuck. You know, I didn't actually talk about that. Um, or it just, it was never, it never turned into a coherent. I'm constantly writing. I really need to be like putting coherent thoughts together is the problem. Oh my God. I, now I'm reading through my notes and I'm like, God, I am problematic. <laughs> I am problematic. Yeah, I think I'm going to end this one. I think I'm going to end this one for today. You guys, I also have, like, I have more than several, maybe 10. I have, like, 10 episodes that I already recorded, already edited. But, like, I'm not, I don't love the whole batching episodes. I don't love it. I don't love it because I feel like, I feel a little out of touch, number one. Number two, I always feel like I have new shit I want to tell you guys. But at the same time, I don't know. Maybe I'll release them at some point. Maybe I won't. But I like I like having fresh, fresh content. Fresh content for you guys, you know? I also do feel like I'm slowly morphing into Jackie Schimmel from the Bitch Bible. I'm just really picking up on a lot of her little sayings and mannerisms and whatnot because I am obsessed with her. I do love how problematic and offensive she is. I just don't know. Like, if I'll ever get to a place in my stardom that I'll be able to be as offensive as I want to be. But I'll work on that. I'll work on that. I hope you enjoyed this episode. It was both, you know, educational and rambling as per usual. But if you took anything away from this, just remember that you want to be a 10, you got to start believing you're a 10 first. And I know that that's very, that's a lot easier said than done. The whole, you know, if you don't love yourself, how can you expect anyone else to love you? Like, yes, but I mean, there, there are caveats to that. There obviously are asterisks, like whatever, but there is some truth to it. There is some truth to it. Like you have to start with yourself and I promise you like other people are going to join in for sure. But yeah, that's all. I hope you guys have a great week. I hope that all your dreams come true this week. And I hope that August is a great one for you. The new month, just 30, 30, you guys, does anybody, oh my God, I promise I'm going to let you go. Okay. Does anybody remember that rhyme in like elementary school? 30 days past September, April, June, and November. All the rest have 31 and then something about February.
I don't remember the end of it. <laughs> so that's how I remember like which which months only have 30 days because I, I, I don't understand the way my brain works sometimes. So we have 31 days, including today. We have 31 days in August to live our best lives, even though if you live in the Carolinas, we are literally just in the hottest, hottest time of the year. So stay sweaty out there, booze, you know. <laughs> you're sweaty, I'm sweaty, I promise. If you're hot, she's hot. Bring her inside. Anyway, I love you guys so much, all 50 of you. <laughs> I'm a big girl. I've got a big personality. This shit is bigger than me. Bye, guys.